previously on Live at 605. I went into the Parliament building, and then, I, much to my surprise, I saw a genuine chocolate face. <laughs> Crazy, man. So, either way. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the Thanksgiving edition <laughs> of Live at 605. Happy Turkey Day to all of our Canadian friends out there. Yep. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. And that gobble to your left, possibly my right. Ah, oh, I screwed it up. <laughs> so let's say that gobble to my left, possibly your right, is the award winning co host of Live at 605, Miss Valerie Gomez. Hello. And I'm your podcaster, John, as usual. And we're coming to you. Monday, October 13th, and uh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving weekend. It feels like, I can't believe it's already mid-October. Yeah, you want to know what's crazy? What? This podcast started in August. This season of the podcast started in August, and it's or already... It really o- started in July. Really started in July, <laughs> and it's already October. Yeah. And it just seems like it's crazy how you can, like, the the months go on and on, you just think about all, like, the podcast episodes we've done. <laughs> I do calculate my life by episodics of podcasting. Well, I mentioned this in the facebook.com slash live605, but one of one of my goals I like in this podcast is doing more episodes than certain TV shows. Okay. Like, we've already done more episodes than The Simple Life, which is the <laughs> yeah. Paris Hilton, Nicole Ritchie show. When? They've done, like, 60 episodes. We were on to, like, episode 65 or 66. Okay, so who are we in competition with next? Next, I believe we are eight episodes away from surpassing the late 80s, early 90s hit smash t- television show, My Secret Identity, starring Jerry O'Connell from... Fat Jerry O'Connell? It's adolescent Jerry O'Connell. Like he... So fat Jerry O'Connell. He starts fat season one. By season three, he's in pretty good shape. So he's like post stand by me but pre sliders Exactly. It's that like transition time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Did you ever watch My Secret Identity? No. It was pretty awesome. (laughs) It's about like this kid. Oh no! (laughs) You have the hiccups? How did I even get those? I don't know, but if you do have them, we will tell you guys the cure remedy for having a case we of We already makeup. did. What is it? Peanut butter. You know what I was going to do? I was going to put my cold... No. You should tell everyone the news about my hands this week. <sighs> so, basically, uh, it's so cold. It's not so cold. I clearly embellish that. It's kind of cold yeah. these days in beautiful downtown Toronto. Our windows are open, but yet John and I still won't change how we dressed any time of year. Even within our de- apartment, right? Yeah. So we are in shorts and a t-shirt right now. My body temperature is normal, but John, his usual clam hands are now freezing Ice. iceberg hands. It's uh, almost as cold as when I did the ice bucket challenge hands. Yeah, with your lukewarm water? <laughs> Until you put ice and cold water in it, yes. <laughs> Hence ice bucket? Yeah. Wasn't called lukewarm Luke. pail. <laughs> there, there's a new one out there. It's for like... I don't know what it's for. Uh-huh. Uh, now I forget. It won't make any sense. It's like basically, it has something to do with like testicles. It's like a testicle one where you jump up and like pose your testicles or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think Hugh Jackman Is it made did out it. of a perv? No, but I think Hugh Jackman started it. Yeah, you know it has to be cool if you yeah. did it. <laughs> Anything that has to do with Hugh Jackman's testicles, we are A-OK on the Live at 605 podcast. Did he sing while he did it? 
Yeah, and the funny thing is, when you hit them, his voice would go higher and higher. So like you'd... if he was singing in Les Miserables. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> what I was saying. Oh yeah. So you never watched My Secret Identity? No. I know uh, if my older sister Jen's listening, she liked and loved and watched the show. It's basically Jerry O'Connell lived next door to like a crazy scientist, okay. madman, and I can't remember how, but he got the ability to like float and like to run really fast. So you would have like. He'd have like spray cans and he could fly around the world and he like could, spray cans. Yeah, he would like use spray cans to control how he would fly because he was like so like a jetpack. Pretty much because he could fly, but he was only like fifteen, so he didn't know how to like properly maneuver around the world. Okay. And he could also run really fast. Like one day, one episode, he was part. He was like running track, mm-hmm. and he wanted to like cheat. He didn't want to cheat. He just wanted to get the respect of like his other classmates. And he's like, "Well, if I'm good at track, I'm really fast, so I'm gonna cheat." Well, I mean, is it cheating if you if you have a super ability? Yes. Well, that's true. I don't remember what happened. I think... Anyways, he would go around, like, solving crimes and stuff, I think. But it did, like, it did like 72 episodes. And we're How like, did it end? I don't remember. Because it was just that good? Well, I was also eight years old when it ended. <laughs> it started in, like, 88 and went to, like, 93. What so. other shows are we in the running to beat? Well, there's a couple other big shows. When I was looking up... My Secret Identity on YouTube, I came across another show, which there's there's three ways I could see this show, this podcast ending. You're always like, how many episodes are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We can't end until we get to at least 100 episodes. Oh, my God. We're already at like 68 or something. Oh, my God. A few, well, I would be too sad if we got to like 98 episodes. And I quit? And then, well, I'll just keep going for those two episodes. Okay. The ratings would go down, obviously, but... We haven't been solo in like three seasons. That's because we pay you now to be on the podcast uh, committee. We pay who? I pay you in not touching your legs with my clam hands. Especially I'm holding a cup of hot tea. I know. If you didn't have the hot tea, I would have already touched you many a time with my clam hands, cold (laughs) hands. But I also, so if we can't, if we can... Get to 100 episodes, cool. Mm-hmm. My next show I want to beat is mm-hmm. Perfect Strangers. Okay. And you know how many episodes they've done? 140. Higher. 170. A little bit higher. 180. Lower. 175. Uh, lower. Lower? <laughs> I was thinking higher. Lower, lower, lower. 173. Lower. 172. There you go. Wow. So if we can get to 100 and then we can get to 170. Yeah, we're definitely not getting to 172. Well, the ultimate goal, <laughs> the ultimate goal I've mentioned it before is to get past the smash comedy hit from the late 80s, early 90s. Different Strokes. Empty Nest. Oh. I don't know. I used this to watch that show. Empty Nest? Yeah. It used to be on on Saturday nights when I wasn't allowed to go out late. Exactly. And it goes back to two episodes ago when I talked about old, like the 80s and 90s show that just had old people who were super horny. Because <laughs> Empty Nest had like this old Silver Fox doctor who's just like getting mad tail in Miami. <laughs> Was it him or was it the other guy who always oh. used to come visit? Yeah, well, that guy got real, like, that guy got a lot of ass. Yeah, he was the equivalent of Mona on that show. Yeah, he probably, I think he probably or got Blanche, it on. Blanche, rather. Yeah. He probably, he probably Blanche, because I think all those shows took place in Miami, except for. Oh my god, they who, did. Yeah. Except for Who's the Boss, except which was Connecticut. Yeah. Connecticut ass. Connecticut ass, so. But yeah, the guy, that his friend always got the ass, mm-hmm. but the old doctor wanted to get ass, but he always got cock blocked because he had like his old daughter who lived with him who was like in her 30s. Yeah, what was up with that? I don't know, but that's a show that has done like 212 episodes. 
Jesus. So I'm just saying, I, I, we might take we might take five years off in between episodes of podcast. <laughs> yeah. But that's the ultimate goal. Well, that's how you bank some stories. Five years worth of stories. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but we have to. I have to figure out a short term goal for our next show to pass after we pass my secret identity. Okay. So we'll figure that out. We'll let, <clears> gonna <throat> let you ponder that one. Wonder how many episodes Family Matters did because I know you have a thing for Carl Winslow. <laughs> Anyways, you don't mean Stefan. Stefan? Do you remember when Urkel turned from Steve Urkel into Stefan? Yeah, and that's what I loved about those 90s shows and movies. It's like, take off your glasses and you're automatically cool. Yeah? Like, he took off his glasses. He had a deep voice. Yeah. His pants all of a sudden fit. Exactly. Right? It's crazy. Do you remember when he had his robot twin? Yeah. Man. That was such a good episode. Should we actually get into the point of this podcast? Maybe. I was also going to say, <laughs> do you remember when he was on an episode of Full House? Yeah, as the geek for Stephanie with the glasses. Yeah. Man, oh my God. I got to talk about Gilmore Girls trivia. Well, as always, I always make notes about what's going on this week. So look what the very first one is. Sponsor coffee spills. My God at H&M. No, the second line. Sorry. <laughs> Oops, I spelled everything wrong. Ballet. Gilmore. Girl. Competition. No, competition. 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 <laughs> competition says. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Well, okay, we got a lot to talk about. You went to a Gilmore Girls thing. Yeah. I uh, witnessed some bad drivers. We went for long walks. Hockey started. It's um, it's uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We had. I asked some fr- fans to write in questions. I have an article. So we have a little bit. Of everything, kind mm-hmm. of a best of episode. It's a catch-all best of episode. Exactly. So first, should we tell everyone how to get in contact with us? If you want to do that real quick. I knew me first. Yeah. You get in contact with me on Instagram and Twitter, Val Gomez twenty three. Um, thank you for all of you people who added me. You got some good followers. I got anyway? some good followers this week. I actually got a whole bunch of new followers on Twitter. I'm up to like two hundred and twenty for a guy Ooh. for a guy who only had fifty followers like <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So thanks for everyone who follows me on Twitter. I try to make a joke a day on there. And uh, Facebook.com slash live at 605. And if you want to email us, as some people email us in questions, that's live at 605 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And your favorite, live at 605.potomac.com. And you can hit the PayPal account. No. And help us get to 213 episodes. No. And then I want to be making... What was the star of Empty Nest? What was that guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to try and make his kind of money. <laughs> Which I probably won't. Yeah. But I have a spot. We haven't done a spot. I don't think we did a sponsorship last week. Who's the sponsor? So keeping with the theme of doing like dumb people. Okay. This one actually happened like a month ago, but I've been saving it for like when we had, didn't have time or when we had time to talk about it. Okay. So I don't know if you have any sponsorships this week or anything, but Mm, go for it. I'll tell you my story. So this week's sponsor of Live at 605 goes to the woman in line behind me at H&M. So I was at H- when did you go to H and M? Remember the great, um, great uh, fall. I was trying to think of a joke. Remember when I bought all those clothes for the fall? No. I went to like the Gap and Banana Republic and H and M like in early September to buy a bunch of new clothes. <laughs> you only returned them this week? No, I wasn't returning. This happened when I was buying the clothes. Oh, so this is a keepsake story from September. Yeah, I, I just hadn't had a chance to tell the story because there's been too many like crazy things that have happened gotcha. to us lately. So. I think I actually told you the story, but I haven't told it on the podcast already. Go. So I was in line. Oh, speaking of Twitter. Oh. 
Well, telling me to follow someone. I'm not gonna follow someone unless you follow me back. So, <laughs> or I'll follow you. Don't worry, I'll follow Where's that person. Where's my phone? I don't know. Hold on. I can tell this story anyways because I think oh. you uh, heard it. So I was at H and M about a month ago buying a bunch of new clothes for the fall, and I'm in line. It was a pretty busy line, and there was just a bunch of people behind me, and a person was going to go pay. So I'm looking at this person paying in front of me, and they have a, a cup of coffee. They put the cup cup of coffee down. I don't know why I can't talk today. I think it's because I'm still in a turkey coma. But they put the cup of coffee down next to the cash register. And when the cashier is like folding all the clothes, she takes a piece of clothes and accidentally knocks the coffee to the ground. And as soon as she knocked the coffee to the ground, the woman behind me just went like this. My God! She was destroyed. She was destroyed as if like she's never seen something spill. But the weird thing was it was an, it was an empty... No, it was an empty cup of coffee. And so that's why it made me laugh because she knocks, the woman knocks the coffee over and she just goes like, my God. And it was, there's nothing in there. That's bananas. So that just made me laugh. The person behind me yelling out, my God. And that would be the sponsor of this week's episode of Live at 605. Jeez Louise. So we can get into a few things this week. I feel like you're itching to talk about your Gilmore Girl uh, competition that you partook in. Okay. So you want to tell that story? Yeah. So what happened? What was it? Um. So the week before, we ended up saying that we had a Gilmore Girls competition at the Gladstone Hotel in Toronto, which is just a trivia game, and you could either have a team of people, you could do it solo dolo, which is amazing, but me, my friends Mel, Rocky, and Kate from work were like, we're going to do this. The past like eight years of our life have literally been actually anteing up to this point Mm -hmm. so it was really good um the only difference was it was like so busy at work it was like pouring rain and then we all kind of separated after work so we're like let's just meet at the gladstone if you did not get there for 7 30 on the dot you are not getting in Mm -hmm. and so like here's the thing i am like a pretty hardcore gilmore girls fan you would have hated it if you went in there every single person was dressed up Okay. They were either dressed as Luke, who wears, like, the plaid shirt and the backwards baseball cap. Or, for bonus points, his green trench coat thingy. Yes. Military jacket. Military military jacket, which isn't a far cry because most people um, dress like hipsters anyway. So, like, I have that wardrobe if if needed to be. But um, we chose, obviously, I came straight from work, so I didn't dress up or anything. We get in there. Excuse me. It is jammed, packed. For her? Uh, who would you go dress up as if you had to dress up as one character from Gilmore Girls? Mm, I'd probably want to go as either Taylor Dosey because he wears those comforts like wool sweaters or go as Lane because then I could wear like a regular clothing and then take it off and have like Jesus clothing underneath it and be crazy with pigtails. Yeah. Um, would you want to dress up? Yeah, i dress up as who's the guy with all the jobs? Kirk. I go dressed up as Kirk when he was in his towel and had his weird alien body. He does have a weird alien body. He has, like, super fat stomach, but, like, tiny... Man, kid nipples. Kid nipples. He's, like, (laughs) he looks like an alien, like your classic green alien's big head, small body. I think he just probably weighed a lot at one point and then lost all the weight and didn't get, like, the skin tightened. Maybe. Either way. Okay, so either way, we got into the glass zone. It is packed. They're turning people away. And there's so many people, we end up getting, like, just a place standing next to the middle tables. And so 
I thought it would be like all women. There's a fair bit of dudes in there. Yeah. Right? And so they go through 25 questions. Were they there? Was there like a section of like five guys at a table? Or was it like a guy with like four girls? Like two guys, three girls, etc. One cop. One guy. No, shut up. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but still. And so either way, we end up playing um, like three starting questions. And then they put on the theme song. Does the whole place start singing the theme song? I felt as if I went home. It was like really? with my people. I've never been so excited. Even Rocky was like, like the questions started pooling out, and she's like, I was smoking them. Like, just like instantly before things were even finished asking the questions, I was like, go, go, go. And so she started laughing. Then there was at one point, like the questions got seemingly harder, but my friend Adam was texting me as well during the thing. And so this group beside us, was like giving me death stares, Rocky what? was saying. She was like, you, she could hear them being like, she's looking up the answers. She's looking up the answers. I was yeah. like, I'm fucking not over looking up the answers. I'm texting Adam. So Adam, just so you know, I took so much heat in that trivia game just to text you back about work. So oh, Gilmore Girl fangirls are pretty crazy. Oh, they were legit. But then we ended up grading their paper and they came in less. So it should be noted that we tied for third place. With 26 out of 30 points. Did first place get 30 out of 30 points? No, they got 29 out of 30. Did you have a team name? We did. It was called Rory Goes to Yale. Ooh. <laughs> Is that before or after she hooks up with uh, President Obama? Before. Right? She goes to Yale, and that's where she gets in trouble with the Logan. Uh-huh. Because he's a bad boy. But I think he's my favorite character. He has, like, boats. He falls off cliffs. He goes skydiving. That's you know, how he fell off a cliff. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like him. Why? And, like, her grandmother approved of him, which I really appreciate, because I think her grandmother has... She makes the most sense out of any of the characters on the show. Like, she has the most valid points, I feel like. Really? Yeah, way more than Lorelai. Like, I think Lorelai really needs to listen to her grandmother more. That would be her mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, her mother more is what I meant to say. So I think the grandmother has, like, she's my favorite character. And she's pretty What's good. What's her real name? Her real name is Emily. Oh! Emily I Gilmore. I did not see that coming. Hey, you don't watch a bunch of Gilmore girls hung over in bed with you <laughs> and not learn some names. Give me what's, uh, what is Lori, oh, Rory's nemesis at school's name? Paris. Who is, who are you? Come on now. And they become friends afterwards because Paris, like, gets drunk at a party and then Rory takes care of her. Takes care of her, and then there's one episode they go to like Daytona Beach and they like make out because Paris <laughs> is trying to impress a bunch of guys. <laughs> and then Paris is also just doesn't let Rory sit at her table for like the first month where she's at her new school. No. And then they go to see a concert. That's when they become friends because she goes to see a concert with Rory and Lorelai goes with to go see like the Bangles or something like that. Do you just research all this? No, I have my research in this. And then. Uh, yeah, she like wants to go to like a party with a bunch of boys, and Rory's like, I don't know what to do. And then she asks her mom. Her mom's like, Well, I was a bit of a slut when I was her age, no! so you gotta let her do her thing. So okay, so this would go on to prove my next point. Whereas we came, we tied for third place, but the person who won was this big fat dude. Really? Who won the competition? And his like, he was like this Sasquatch of a man, and so he won. And he, like, so sassy, like, pushed this girl aside. And it was, like, he was in it to win it. Like, he was just, like, I ain't having this shit. Like, got up on stage, took his, like, it was all, like, hip-hop karaoke prizes. Like, here's dish gloves from the dollar store or whatever. 
But he was, like, so angry about it. And then, like, after that, we're like, oh, okay, well, let's piece the fuck out of here mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I said to Miranda even today because we went out for coffee, I was like, oh, my gosh, they do, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer trivia. They've done, like, 90210. Um, wow. They're going to do Dawson's Creek, I think, which if they do Dawson's Creek, like, I need to I need to own that one. Do you know if they're going to be doing Homeboys in Space by any chance? No, but they might do Gigolos. What? Really? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you ever watch Homeboys in Space? No. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's about uh, it's a comedy about two gangsters who like go to space. So Homeboys shocking. in Space. <laughs> Was there any other way? <laughs> Do they have a follow-up to that? Was there a spin-off of Homeboys in Space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Homeboys in the Past. Which is where Homeboys find a uh, a time machine go back into the past. <laughs> Uh, well, that's cool. That's, I know where else to go with that. Uh, I also, is there anything else you wanted to mention about that? No, no, no. I just had a lot of fun. I think it's cool that the city, that the city of Serrano, I just like that they do stuff like that because if nothing else, it was like just like a great way to chill after work kind of thing. So like if they do like a Friday Night Lights one, even though we've only just started watching that, but if there was like a lost one yeah. or something, we should totally go and do that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I, we'd be really good if they had a Scrubs episode. Scrubs or Breaking Bad. Scrubs, Breaking Bad. Dexter. Dexter would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should, I wouldn't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have gone to the Gilmore Girl with you. Mm-hmm. But I think I was super excited just to get like a California sandwich and, and watch something on TV. What did you watch? I actually watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah, you like that. A lot of my friends at work like that show. It's pretty good, and I'm not just saying it. Miranda likes that show, too. Yeah, it's. I've, I remember seeing the pilot, and I was like, ah, oh, this isn't the funniest, even though I love Andy Samberg. And then mm-hmm. I got into it, and it actually it's one of those shows where it gets better and better kind of as it goes on. Because mm-hmm. we mentioned, what, Gotham. We're like, oh, we didn't like the pilot. I didn't like the pilot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. But I keep pitching. I was like, oh, do you want to watch Friday Night Lights, or should we just, like try and watch a Gotham where leftovers and you're like no let's just watch Friday Night Lights like we are never returning to those shows yeah well leftovers I, I would want to go back to no you don't not currently with our list of shows that we have now like yeah. Friday Night Lights Walking Dead just came back what do you think of The Walking Dead I liked it no spoilers but yeah I thought it was really good mm-hmm. give it seven and a half out of ten. Seven fast bent Michael Fassbenders out of ten yeah. I give it yeah I give it like eight Glenn heads out of ten <laughs> But, uh, no, I don't know. Gotham, I just can't get into. What do you give Homeland? Yes, the first two episodes of a Homeland. Again, no spoilers. Uh, I give it a combined 6.9 out of 10. Okay, I give it 6.5 Michael Fassbenders, but 10 out of 10 for ugly Carrie Matheson. Crying, yeah. freaking out. Yeah, if you guys love crazy Carrie, she definitely goes full-blown crazy in the first two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Of it. Uh, I don't know. I, we can't talk now. There's one thing I'd want to mention, but if no one's watched it, I can't I can't mention it. It's about a char- a new character. I just can't say anything. Okay. But I'm very upset with some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, it's got some interesting Maybe things. Maybe Chris would tell us about it. Maybe. Chris would be the person to ruin yeah. that plot for us. It was great. We just started watching um, <laughs> House of Cards. <laughs> and then Chris is like, yeah, I love that show. Isn't it crazy when so-and-so dies? <laughs> Are like, oh, we're only on episode five, so no, because no one has died on <laughs> the show at all. Which I feel, to be fair, I think we told Chris, we were like, we just started House of Cards. Yeah. And then he's like, oh. Like, I almost, I want to get him into like Alf, the TV show, and be like, yo, Alf is crazy, and he gets into like four or five episodes. He's like, yo, I really like Alf. I'm like, yeah, you know what happens in the last episode? He gets captured by scientists, 
and then they never resolved it because the show got canceled. <laughs> well, why didn't you just show him Homeboys in Space? Homeboys in Space. I feel like he would have watched Homeboys in Space. <laughs> he loves space. Chris would love that show. Well, if he loves Homeboys and he loves space. <laughs> like, I also, there's a cool show. Have you ever heard of Wang Wang? Excuse me? Wang Wang? That sounds abundantly racist. <laughs> well, it kind of is. It's about like a little person. It's I posted this on on the Facebook page. Is this on the Aboriginal channel? No, that is um, Wapos Bay. Which is the best show ever. Wapos Bay is a great... Uh, Aboriginal. Aboriginal show. It's like claymation. Exactly. Hold on. I'm going to show you a clip of, of um, Wang Wang. <laughs> so basically, um, I, one of my... Po- like I said, if you go to facebook.com slash live at 605, I post funny videos up there. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones I posted was like, this week's episode of Live at 605 kicks more ass than Wang Wang in a uh, karate competition. Mm-hmm. Because Wang Wang... I don't even know how I found the show. Mm-hmm. But here, I'm going to show you this video and you describe to the listeners. Ooh, what's my notification? Ah, fail. Fail. <laughs> you describe... To the listeners, what you're seeing, and then if they like what you're describing, they'll go to Facebook.com and they'll see this post. Okay. So Wang Wang, I think it's a show from like the 80s or 90s. Okay. And uh, you just kind of have to see it. So here you go. I'll uh, I'll turn up the volume too. Okay, so there is like the Asian. Arnold from Different Strokes fighting all these other Bruce Lee-esque people. (laughs) Ew! What are you seeing? This is- there's- the the little midget guy has like- he's standing on the necks of two people, now he's about to take out some chick. While this guy does like crunches. Look at him go, he's so All like, he's aer- doing is like spinning around. Whoa, he Whoa, got hit. Whoa, he got hit. Wang Wang, get up. Pick up the table. Oh. There's the best sound effects around, if you guys can hear it, around every single body move. Whoa. Is this a real show? Yeah, it's Wang Wang. It's a real show. What is this, the trailer for it? This is just a clip from Wang Wang. Did you watch this show? Is this why you wanted to become a black belt? I thought you were going to say, is this why you want to become a black person? <laughs> is it? No, wait. No, no. <laughs> Inaccurately as it is. Wang Wang, I, I, I heard it through some, like someone told me about it and I just watched it. Yeah. But here, I'm going to show you the trait, like, Wang, Wang. Uh, it's a, I've obviously never watched the show, it's just like a, a trailer, but. This had to have been when using, like, Webster, Gary Coleman, all, like, little people were big. Exactly. So yeah. this this goes back to an '80s trend, probably or '70s trend. Yeah, but hold on. Yeah, this is straight like '70s. I feel I don't know. I feel like your brothers would like this. Yeah, you might have to send this to Carl and Brian. So I'm showing you like the opening title sequence for Wang Wang. It's this tiny little man beating up a bunch of. How people. old is he? I'm assuming he's like a grown adult, which is, is like he a grown. Dead? We should look it up. Oh my god, this is horribly mixed. Yeah. Oh, he just gets... This is the long... I can't watch all yeah. of this. But I appreciate a good heart wipe transition. Yeah. Oh, anyways, I don't... How do we get onto Wang Wang? You gotta... I wouldn't even know how to get onto Wang Wang. 
I was gonna take a joke there. I know some people know who, who know how to get into a wang wang. So I also uh, <laughs> mentioned we had some viewers write in. Cause I I put it out on Twitter. I'm like, uh, if you guys have any questions for the podcast, either. Oh shit! Did you spill some coffee? Hold yeah. on, pause. So clearly you got very excited by Wang Wang and you spilled coffee everywhere. So graceful as always. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I tweeted people to send us in questions or comments, mm-hmm. and they could either tweet or email us. So I got a couple questions mm-hmm. and i figured we'll read a couple and then we'll just go on with that what else has happened this week i thought this one was a really cool question this mm-hmm. one actually comes from from tyra in texas Ooh. and she asked so would you rather be if you could choose would you rather be the oldest middle or youngest child in the family it's interesting question because we're both different positions yeah you're youngest i'm a middle <laughs> well what would you rather be me? Yeah. Um, I definitely equally feel I have the short end of the stick. Uh, I, I think for me, Carl, the difference is in our family is that we all live here. I feel like as the only girl, and my brothers are like essentially like a lot older than me. Uh, I'm always gonna be the baby, no matter how old I get. They will yeah. always treat me like I'm twelve. So in that respect, I would definitely like to be any other position older or middle however i feel like mm, carl set the tone i'm like the last so they baby me the most i would like to be middle child middle child yeah, yeah middle like, childs can do no wrong well no i like being a middle child because it's awesome because first of all you're not the oldest so like your parents have the oldest they figure out how to take care of them you don't get dropped on your head as much you mm-hmm. don't you know eat weird food it's just they figure out like their hardest on them the youngest, it's just like, oh, that's our youngest. We gotta make sure let's overprotect them because we're not having any more kids. So let's make. But the middle child, you can be like weird. You can do what you want. You can have like, you can be funny if you do something strange and people are like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, my middle child. And they're like, yeah, it makes sense. So you are the Jan of the Brady Bunch. I'm the Jan. Yeah. I also think it's just like, okay, you are also the only boy. Yes. So I tend, I tend to like honestly empathize with Katie the most. Right? I feel like we have to earn the respect of our families a little bit more. Uh, do you feel like being the middle child is better when you're a boy? I think everything's better when you're a boy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. Uh, no, I don't know. I just, it's, I don't know. I think you and Brandon have a pretty good. We do have a pretty good life. I think I'm you not guys gonna lie. do. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. So you, you'd want to be middle child? I think so. Middle yeah. child has so easy. Mm-hmm. No, that was a good question. I thought that was a cool question if you could pick where mm-hmm. you want to be. You want me to uh, read How some? many years are in between you and your sisters? My parents timed it out perfectly. Four and four. My so, older sister's four years older than me. My youngest sister's four years younger. So they could finish helping pay for university and then come back and do it again for you? Exactly. <laughs> they timed it out perfectly. How, what's all... What's the year difference between Carl and Brandon and you and Brandon and you and Carl? Carl and Brandon are six years. Okay. Me and Brandon are six years. Nice. So okay. Carl so and me are 12 years. 12 years. Oh, you're pre- yeah, it's Jen and Katie are eight years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Lillian's parents effed the hell up. Was it, what are they, like... One year and then twins. months or something? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, okay, actually, before we get into more questions, I had an article I wanted to read you. I want to see how this, you would react to this because okay. it... If you guys remember, a couple weeks ago, 
when I had a dream about punching a bird and then I accidentally left the screen door Still open. Still frightens me. Okay. Well, it could always be worse. Obviously, it's been like three weeks and nothing's in here. So we I, don't know that. Maybe uh, something pushed my chair, which made me throw over the tea. Are you sure it wasn't my clam hands? Don't do it. Ew, I can feel the essence of it. Yeah, they're clammy now. They're yeah. not as cool. I've been sitting on them. Uh, so it could always be worse. And just pray. Be happy I left the door open for like two hours. Nothing came in because... Bless you. Thank you. you know, if, if that was any harder, you're going to throw that coffee yeah. in my face. <laughs> so a Missouri family's life becomes a horror movie as 6,000 spiders bleed out of the walls. I thought you were going to say, what is the first line again? A Missouri family's life becomes a horror movie. I thought you were going to say, a Missouri family starts their life as whores. And I was as like, whores? what? <laughs> could always be worse. You could have been a, a, a baby child as a whore, a baby <laughs> whore child. So, a Missouri family was forced to abandon their house when they were overwhelmed by an infestation of anywhere from 4,500 to 6,000 spiders. Gross. The spiders were basically everywhere in the house, crawling out from the blinds and under the wallpaper. Basically, as the owner of the house put it, they were bleeding out of the walls. Gross! So, what do you think? How, so, it could always be worse. Like I said, nothing happened to us. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine we're watching TV, we're watching Homeboys in Space, we're watching <laughs> Wang Wang in the living room, yeah. and all of a sudden... Behind the walls comes all these spiders. I have to leave. Well, I don't expect you to stay. I'd be. The, I would probably push you out of my way so I can leave first. <laughs> like, so wait, what's the question? What do you think? Like six thousand spiders. If they, if they, obviously we got exterminators to come in, bomb the house. Yeah. Would you move back in or would no? You let, no. Guy, I don't even want to live here right now. All that invisible bird you let in is in here somewhere. <laughs> don't worry, I'll punch him. That's what I did in my dream. Yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> if some, oh, I didn't punch him. I hit him with a newspaper. We don't even get newspapers. I would hit him with our rolled-up newspaper. I don't wait. We don't have a newspaper. No, no. I just said that. I know. I couldn't think of a word for book. <laughs> no, we would not. Did you ever see the movie A Rat in the Phobia? No. That's with John Goodman. That's basically where like there's like crazy spiders who like. I know the premise. Yeah, you know who else is in that movie? Who? The dude from the newsroom. Who? What's his face? Jeff Will. Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Whoa. In between Dumb and Dumber, he did a ratnophobia. Wow. Do you hear the story about the chick who was biting into her banana and then a bunch of spiders came out? No. Yeah. Is this recently or is this like an old wise tale? No, it was like last week. Wow. There was like a dark spot on her banana and then she like opened it and it was like an egg of like spiders and she and they started <laughs> and she started all the spiders started crawling out. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah. That that's almost worse than six thousand spiders in a house. Yeah. Where where was this? Where did this take place? Oh, somewhere in the states. Oh, what's with the states and always having like weird animals in their food and stuff like that? Spiders aren't animals. Insects. Insects, that's true. Would you rather eat a chocolate-covered spider or a chocolate-covered centipede? I've eaten, uh, I can't remember what kind of bug it was, but I've eaten chocolate-covered bugs before. Yeah. A grasshopper. Do you remember that? Have you? you? No, but were you a Saved by the Bell fan? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where Zach, no, is it Screech has those chocolate-covered insects and it's during cut day? And Zach keeps feeding chocolate-covered insects to Mr. Belding. Yes. That was a pretty good episode. That was such a good episode. And then Jesse meets, like, that uh, that guy who's like, oh, into nature and, like, oh, saving yeah. the planet. And then she breaks up with Slater. Yeah. Because Slater's, like, got a major heart on for Kelly at the beach. Yeah. And he's like, I don't see Preppy here now, so why don't we go back to my truck and fuck? That guy looks like he'd blow up the school. <laughs> that guy who Jesse started dating? Yeah. He definitely looks like a Unabomber. Totally. But, oh, if they did a Saved by the Bell 
uh, competition. We should check that out. I would definitely do that. Do you want me to see if we have another fan question? Yeah. Okay, this one, uh, this is an interesting one. This comes from Matt in Ottawa. He says, what three bands, artists, or performers best represent the Live at 65 podcast? So I think if he's saying, like, if you could choose a band that would be like, Ow. oh, what are you doing? I don't know. You're hitting stuff. Like, could you be like, we're the Beatles of podcasting or something? Like, what do you think? Name a band or two that's just like, when you think 605, be like, yeah, we, we have that spirit. We have that vibe. Mm-hmm. So it could be a rapper or it could be an artist or pop you singer go, or band. You go. You pick one. Uh, definitely Walk a Flock of Flame. It comes to mind because Why? we're all rowdy like him and we tell crazy things. He's Kay. always like, Waka. Okay. Uh, I also think we got a mixture of... Uh, the darkness, because we're also a little bit crazy like them. Mm-hmm. We tell crazy stories. And then why not the Beach Boys? Because I think we're uh, pretty awesome like that. Yeah, and the Beach Boys are actually probably way more hardcore than the darkness in real life. And Walk a Flock of Flame. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what else? Who, who do you... Uh... I think we have The Merriment of Herman's Hermits. What's their hit song again? Just so I remember. I'm into something new. I'm just telling I'm you. I'm into something new. I like that. I love that song. I listened to that song on the way home today. Did you? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in a 1940s movie. It was so good. Mm. Um, and then I, maybe, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what band would embody us. Mm. Maybe the mellowness of like a fleet foxes sometimes. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. What? What? Get you through the day like a fleet foxes track would. Yeah. What genre of music do you think we are? I think like indie pop or indie rock. Indie rock. You feel like. Uh, I was gonna say, what's like uh, like Moroccan Mexican music or something like. Like a mariachi. Mariachi band. No 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 no. That's the chicken dance. Oops. <laughs> I don't know then. Indie rock, I, I agree with that. With mixtures of um, hardcore death rap, like uh, Hopspin. Next question. Uh, what else do we have here? We have, this is an interesting one. <laughs> this comes from Jones in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Jones asks, what's one thing that is legal that you think should be illegal? It's an interesting oh, question. Oh, I said, okay, remember when we were watching, I can't remember what day it was, but it was the, like, one-hour special on the Jodi Arias case? Yes. And then she, um, for those of you guys who ever followed that case, it was the, like, mid-20-year-old girl who was dating that one dude, and she lied. She clearly murdered the, her boyfriend, but then she said... That other people came in and killed him. Then she took it back, and then she said she did it in self-defense. And then she just was, like, trying to paint the picture as if she blacked out and, like, he abused her for so long and whatnot. And then she would send, like, uh, fake texts to, like, prove her alibi and stuff like that. So either way, we were watching, like, the dissection of it, and basically she's on trial now and waiting for a date because she might get the death penalty. That would be one thing. I'm like, I don't know if I agree with just death penalty like i'm like what how does that teach people i'd rather let people wait and like wait it out in jail like i know it's like Mm -hmm. a money thing maybe that it's like we can't actually would be the best person to ask this question to to be honest that's in reference to me Mm -hmm. but like i think i would rather not do the death penalty and just let those people like stay in seclusion (coughs) 
in some like holding facility. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, my initial answer was going to be cheese, but I think most no. people, I think, you know. What? Well, I think cheese would be illegal. It's crazy. So Although, then you can't eat pizza or true. grilled cheese. I take that back. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I think should be illegal would be smoking. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I, don't, I never understood that. Why is smoking legal? But it's like more people die from cancer and this and that yeah. from smoking. But stuff like, um, well, I don't know, the other stuff that's illegal. Like, say, I don't know, just other crazy things yeah. like pot. Where pot, I don't smoke it. You don't. Like, we're not into the drugs thing no. or anything. But pot, has never, no one's ever really, I, I don't know the facts, yeah. but more people would die from smoking yeah. cigarettes. Why not make both of those legal or something? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. There's that. There's also stuff. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, something small. Like, caffeine. What? Ca- don't kill me. As you drink your coffee. Yeah. So, you I don't know. how much coffee I drink at work now because of the coffee pot? That's you're off your coffee. No, nah, I got back on it as soon as we got the coffee pot. You're back onto it now? Oh, my. I drink, like, three cups of coffee a day. Yeah. I think... At work. That doesn't even count coming home and drinking one. Which Nikki always finds funny that I can still drink coffee before I go to bed. Really? I don't know why. I find it comforting. <laughs> just like, like a winter's blanket. Yeah. Well, I should almost think we should make cough syrup illegal. Just throw all the the. No, cough it helps me sleep. All your scissor. Yeah, but it gives me nightmares. Did you have some crazy nightmares last night? Yeah, I can't remember them though. I had one weird dream last night where you and I were at like a carnival, uh-huh. and we went to a game where it's just like we had to throw a beanbag at like prizes, uh-huh. and I threw my and I hit like the main number one prize, and the person's like, whoa, you got the, the main prize. I was like, sweet. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what the main prize that I won was? What? It was a party rope. The, oh, now you're gonna give me hiccups again. I got a the party hell, rope. What the hell is party rope? I don't know. I it, Like a jump rope? It, no, it was literally just a like 20 foot long rope, like a pretty thick rope, like this thick rope. I'm making a fist. That I is ridiculous. I th- when I like wo- a tug of war rope? Yeah, exactly. So I thought what did I win? You won some little chocolate bars because you did not win the game grand prize. You won. They were called like Little Debbie. Yeah. Little Debbie's real. I can't remember. Yes. You, so you I got won a chocolate bar. Yeah, you Ew. won. You won I don't Little Debbie. Carnival chocolate bars. You're but, clearly not watching American Horror Story anymore. No, well, American Horror Story, uh, not to toot my own horn, but that's a show that's on our channel, FX Canada. I get to do all the promos for it. Yeah. I've seen uh, the first two episodes, and they are fantastic. With Twisty. Twisty the Clown. Yeah. He's like a killer clown, but he's my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah. And I, we lost our chance to watch it. We won't be able to watch it together until at least next weekend because it'll be too scary for you. I can't watch it. No. But I was going to say, I thought it was weird that my subconscious dreaming mind thought of party rope. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't, I, I've never even heard the phrase party rope. I don't think it's a real thing. No, I don't think it's a real thing either. But I want a party rope, which I thought was kind of crazy. That's crazy. Do you want to tell your American Horror Story? What's my American Horror Story? With Ian Mendez. Oh, I, I completely forgot about that. That's, That's not on your damn list? No, I forgot about it. <laughs> This is why you're the co-host. So Ian Mendez, if you're listening out there, shout out to Ian Mendez. From Mississauga High School fame. Yeah, we tried tweeting him once to know, see if he knew your brothers. I know. Or if he was my brother's doppelganger. Exactly. He kind of looks like a Carl Gomez. Yeah. Uh, so Ian Mendez, everyone in Ottawa, or a lot of people in Ottawa who watch Ottawa Senators hockey will know who Ian Mendez is. For the longest time, he covered them for uh, Sportsnet. So he would be the guy interviewing uh, players in between intermissions. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the uh, He's so awesome. He's so 
awesome though. Like he was so friendly. He just like you could tell like all the players had such great rapport with them because they'd always be like smiling and stuff. Now if you see any players interacting with the new people, they do not smile. They're like booking it out of there. No, it's like I miss because last year like Sportsnet used to do all mainly all the hockey like Sens games. They do like fifty or sixty yeah. games a year. Now it's TSN. I don't work for TSN, so I don't like them as much. Yeah. And also, we were watching games this week, and the TSN commentators, you think when it was a TSN Senators broadcast, you think they'd be, like, favoring the Senators? No! no they were favoring fucking Nashville. I'm like, who gives a fuck about Nashville? <laughs> and, but, like, the Sportsnet guys would always be like, oh, Ottawa's great, because it was, like, the yeah. Ottawa broadcast. What I hate about these new people is that it'll be, like, the Sens will be losing, and they'll go and, like, interview, like, Kyle Turris, and they'll be like, so, how do you feel now that, you know, you're down 6-0? Whoa! That, that is some, like, asshole. hardcore journalism skills right there you got there. Yeah, good point. I, I agree with you. That's dumb questions. Yeah. So, either way, Wednesday night, uh, or Thursday night, or Wednesday, whatever it was, was the start of NHL. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday came back, and we were very excited to watch your auto. No, no our, our game started on Thursday, See. but the game, the season started on Wednesday. So, Wednesday, you are correct. And you call yourself a hockey fan. I don't know what I'm saying. Right? So... Wednesday was the start of the NHL season, and the Toronto Maple Leafs were facing the Montreal Canadiens. Gross! Exactly. And it aired on Sportsnet. Yeah. And so since I work for Rogers, and one of the channels on Rogers is FX Canada, we do something called cross-promotion, whereas during the Sportsnet broadcast, they'll air Sportsnet promos, City Mm -hmm. TV promos, FX Canada promos. Mm -hmm. And I was very excited because the promo that I did for uh, the premiere of American Horror Story went to air that night and I got to do I actually got footage of the, the premiere episode and I put it together like the day before I was really excited happy for it and the very last shot is of Twisty the Clown who's like a clown killer like it in Stephen King's book yeah except scarier and so the last shot of the promo is Twisty in the dark corner cuts to a woman in bed sees him screaming and then the next shot cuts to him like a hammer about to like hammer in the head you don't see that you just see him going in for the swing and you see like a close-up of his gross face and so i'm on twitter waiting for you to get home from work and i notice an ian mendez tweet which here i'm gonna read out right now see i didn't even know about that promo because you're not allowed to show me them anymore because it's too scary yeah so even when you sent me to work i was like oh i can't watch this anymore and then like matt came in and he's like what are you watching? And I was like, John's FX promos. And yeah. then I was like, you watch it. It's too scary. So another thing we have to talk about later is this picture that I took. Yeah! I'm a sweaty <laughs> asshole. So first, this is from Ian Mendez, our favorite sports net, our favorite like, anchor, anchor at all, of all time. So he tweeted, well, that American Horror Story commercial just screwed up the bedtime routine for every kid in Canada watching this hockey game. what i was like what so where was i because i was reading that when i was coming home you were uh coming home i think you were at work you're at work yeah yeah. okay and i was like what that's my promo i'm like yeah man that's just saw something i actually did and it's crazy like reading all the people who tweeted uh, in response to him just like oh my god that was so scary and creepy and but then you i was like i think i told you what to write back well i I wrote wrote something something back no i wrote something back initially then i sent you the picture and you're like oh you should have wrote uh what was your comment you had Uh, i'd have to go back into my text message it was was like referential to him to him leaving or something like that and my tweet back was like oh i'm the one who actually did (laughs) did that promo i'm like yeah i didn't think it was just i'm like i i thought 
the Leafs collapsed in the playoff two years ago was scarier than my yeah. promo. Which was a good tweet. Yeah, but yours was better. Yours was about him leaving was yeah. scary or something yeah. like that. So I thought that was cool. Someone that I really look up to and admire and like saw something I did and tweeted about it. And yeah. as a guy who makes promos for a living, and you can attest to this, you for just sure. you want people to get a reaction about it. Totally. And clearly lots of people reacted, whether it was good or bad. They were scared of it. So. No, I think that's a good reaction. So I thought that was super cool. I, mm-hmm. Like a lot of times as doing promos, you don't necessarily see what people think about it. It's not like a TV show like Breaking Bad where you can go online and be like, what do people think of this promo? So it was cool to see mm-hmm. this huge reaction. Like a lot of people tweeted back mm-hmm. at him about this. You actually can tell the reaction of a promo well, that's in true. analytics. Right? Or if, you, if it's on YouTube, you can go to YouTube and see people's comments. No, I mean, and- you can actually measure the air brakes. That's true. <laughs> Listen, that's why you are the co-host, creative manager, award winner. I'm just a simple promo producer over here. You're the creative manager, so... Oh, you know it, yeah. right? But I thought that was cool and, and uh, pretty insane. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Ian Mendez. Yes. We'll, we'll post that tweet and... You everyone... better tag him in this so we can make a petition to get him back on Sportsnet. Exactly. Well, you've spent enough time with your family. I know. He left for good reasons because he used to have to follow the sends wherever they traveled to. Yeah. But he tweeted, he's just like, I want... He now works for TSN Radio because he gets mm-hmm. to stay in Ottawa. <gasps> and be we should his... ask Tesla if he could write in. Ooh, we should. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tesla, our friend who we're going to go to Big Rec with. Yes. Because Bati Man can't come I anymore. I know, Bati Man. <laughs> we're going to go see Big Rec Thursday night. So yes. uh, We'll probably do a big... Uh, podcast talk all about that concert I know. because the most downloaded podcast at live 605 is called in loving memory of big wreck so shout out to all our big wreck fans who download and listen to this and uh we'll see you guys at the concert on thursday yeah uh before we get into more questions and stuff how was thanksgiving weekend for you how did you have enough turkey and everything this weekend i did um, it was delicious. I think we had such a fat kid moment. Should we say what it was on the you, podcast? You can tell them what we I did. told Miranda and she was like actively disgusted. What? This whole weekend she was like disgusted for us. Well, because we had <laughs> dirty bird. And... Yeah. So what, what did we do yesterday before turkey dinner? So, okay. So here's the thing. Growing up, if we were eating turkey dinner, we would only eat like a really small breakfast, which makes sense because you we were like going to like gorge and gorge and gorge over dinner. So we'd eat something like a couple croissants and then like, like the mini pill Pillsbury ones and call it a day. Mm. So it ended up being that we I made croissants in the morning for us and then we ate that. But then we were we went to the burbs. We left at like quarter to one. Yeah. And so dinner wasn't at till like four o'clock or whatnot because we had a bunch of shopping to do for best surprise baby shower, which yeah. we won't take, but it's on the podcast, which is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of running around to do. Um, so that was great. But I got so, like, I don't know, like, spacey kind of thing. when I can't remember what story you're in, but I was like, John, I'm so hungry, I'm going to faint. And it was, like, 2 o'clock, right? So now, like, we haven't ate anything in, like, four hours yeah. or whatnot. And I was like, I can't even last another two hours, like, if we have to wait for dinner. And so I was like, let's just go to, like, Loblaws and get, it like, a cheese bun or something. Yeah. And then we're leaving, like, Sherway Gardens in Etobicoke. And so we're driving, and I was like, I'll just go anywhere. Like, doesn't matter. Just get me to, like, a grocery store. Mm. And you're like, well, why don't we instead go to McDonald's? 
Well, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, we could drive around looking for ship. I'm like, there's a McDonald's drive-thru right here. That wasn't like, let's go get like matching Big Mac, Double Mac, extra large fries and shit. I was like, you know what I haven't had in a while? It's just like a single hamburger. Yeah. Because usually I get the double quarter pounder meal, large fries, large Coke. Yeah. I'm like, I just kind of wanted to fuck with like a small hamburger. (laughs) And so that's what we did. Like we got. I had a cheeseburger, which is all I actually wanted. Like I was just like, I just need some sustenance. Yeah, cheeseburger. I got a single hamburger we split medium fries and you and, wanted a coke well you're not gonna have a coke you're not gonna be I never finish a coke yeah but you're not gonna want a sip i'll have a sip yeah you took four sips what i if anything i'm being modest she took seven sips no, I, I, I took 15 okay because i calculated it takes 23 sips to finish a medium coke so i took 15 that's you took bullshit seven. And you didn't actually finish it, so that's bullshit. That's full-blown bullshit? Yeah, full-blown bullshit. That's my favorite swear word now, to call something full-blown bullshit. But then I have to be there to repeat you. Yeah, because I go, you know what that is? That is full-blown bullshit. That was bullshit. Full-blown. Full-blown bullshit. Yeah, so we had a fat kid moment. We scarfed down McDonald's in the parking lot of Sherway Gardens. But then we had to, like, hide the evidence and throw it out. So, like, (laughs) God forbid we take it to my parents' house and throw it out. We had to, like, make and find a garbage can. Yeah. (laughs) Like, a couple of embarrassed fat kids would do. So, Throw away them them fat kid yeah, moments. Yeah, which is so ridiculous, though, because when we got back to my parents' house, I was still so hungry. Yeah, I was still a little hungry, too. And then we ate, like, appetizers, because, my God forbid, my parents ever just served straight dinner. Yeah. So they're like, course one. And then it was, like, a bunch of different, like, pastries and, like, um, like chips and things. And so we were, like, eating those. And then... Um, we thought that Bren and Kim and Benjamin weren't coming, but Bren was sick, so only Benjamin and Kim came, which was great. So we ended up running around with Ben, which is always fun, yeah. right? And cra- crazy and chaos. Um, but that was super fun. Then we sat down to eat dinner, which is always like two courses. Yeah. And so we ate dinner, and then it was like, oh my god, whatever they, whatever that chemical is in Turkey, I'm like, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. Then we ended up chasing Benjamin again. Yeah, we were like spending an hour downstairs chasing him around. Yeah. It's funny, like last week I talked about the kid who started tickling my tits, and yeah. like, I'm like, get the fuck off me, and then Ben, who was like six years younger than him, fought this kid off for me. Yeah. But how a week changes, because then we were play, you and I were like play playing on the ground, trying to get Ben to, to come, mm-hmm. so I was like pretending to hit you with pillows, yeah. and all of a sudden... Started, all of a sudden, Ben started freaking out, being like, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, pointing at you. He was like, eh, bell, eh, bell. <laughs> yeah. Then he got so angry, and then he pointed at me. Like, he did, like he went up to his mom. <laughs> he did it. He went to his mom, uh, Kim, and pointed, like, he did it. He did it. He hurt my aunt. I'm like, last week you were protecting me, and then he got all How angry at me. How soon they turn. And then I picked him up and, like, threw him around, and he was fine <laughs> yeah. again. So it was just funny, like. He's a very protective young guy. Yeah. Two years old, he's already protective. And I love it. You got, yeah. got him on the piano and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that was It's good. always fun to hang with him. But yeah, no. But the problem. Whoa. Whoa. It was always nice to see the family. I do wish Bren was there because it always feels like a non-complete table when a family member's missing. But this was the first Thanksgiving in five years you've come to my house. Yeah, usually the two like holidays I try to go home for are Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Almost more technical difficulties here as I almost recorded over something there. But what was the question? Now I forget what you asked me. Mm, five years, first Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually I go home for Christmas and Thanksgiving are the two main ones. I figure anytime there's a turkey, you should go home and see the family. Yeah. But this year, I'm like, 
I've done, especially you and I, we've done so much traveling. Like I spent six weeks going back and forth from Toronto, New York in March and April. Mm -hmm. We spent two weeks in Europe traveling around, flying like every three days. Mm -hmm. And then we were in Ottawa about a month ago for our our cousin's wedding, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. My folks were, my dad was in town for a wedding two weeks ago. Both my folks were coming down for another wedding in Toronto like less than a month. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I just didn't feel like going through the motions. This is going to sound like a rich white guy. I'm like, I just didn't feel like flying and going through security. Yeah, it sounds like a rich white guy. <laughs> Even yeah, I just gave you clam hands. Even though it's like, you okay there? Look what you did. Made you cough. No. I was listening to last week's podcast, and there's a couple of times where I think you slapped me in the face. No. There's a couple like. I wouldn't slap you in the face because you're always wearing your glasses. And you don't hit people wearing glasses. No? No. That's why you punch them in the stomach. Yeah, I would. Oh, or would? I would. Oh, I thought you'd punch me in the wood is what you're going to say. No. But, you know, sometimes you just don't want to go through security. And it's just like, oh, you know, I just kind of wanted to stay here and lounge around and 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 stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. But it was, nice. it was nice to see your folks. And I talked to my dad today. Wished him a happy Thanksgiving. My mom's mm-hmm. was working. So mm-hmm. shout out to everyone. You know what I miss about Thanksgiving, though? What? My parents do this now, where sometimes it's quite fulfilling to see the full turkey. Yeah. You know how they already slice the turkey and bring it to the table? Yeah. That's not as fun. Half the fun, my mom didn't even make the fat mashed potatoes. No. And we all boycotted them. I don't know if you noticed that, but not a lot of people took mashed potatoes. Oh, I think it was, I went for thirds. Yeah, because you, you I don't fuck know. with mashed potatoes. No, 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 but you don't know the good. They're called Killer Miller mashed potatoes. Why are they called Killer Miller? So my mom has a client named Mrs. Miller, and she gave my mom this recipe about these, like, almost put you in cardiac arrest mashed potatoes so they're like fully like 12 yukon gold potatoes with like 12 pounds of butter and 12 pounds of philly cheese and like onion salt and pepper and they're baked and they're glorious but you can only eat them two times a year because they will kill you like we don't eat mashed potatoes that often so i really feel like we only eat mashed potatoes on holidays and so all of us look forward to these friggin' mashed potatoes. And then we're sitting at the dinner table, and all of a sudden these other potatoes come out, and they're mashed potatoes, but they're like, they're not Killer Miller mashed potatoes. And then I was like, do you even have turkey? I was like, all I see are all these damn vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, where's the turkey? And so there was this once a year where my mom tried to, like, friggin' uh, crapshoot and, like, deke out of turkey, and she made quail. Okay. And I was like, what the hell is a quail? What is, is that like a, weird, a small bird yeah, or something? Yeah, I think so. I think the, well, whatever the small birds are called. So mm. me and Brandon were like, we're not eating this shit. And so we literally boycotted the small quails because it looked too weird. And so this year, I was like, we didn't even get the Killer Miller mashed potatoes. And the turkey was already cut. Yeah. So we didn't even see the turkey. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, I, it's, sometimes it's all about like the aesthetics and what you can see. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, usually, well. This feels like a big first world problem. It is. I don't get to see my damn turkey. My parents, they only made this mashed potato, they make the other mashed potato, and we only had like five helpings of service. Yeah. But it was really good food. It was really delicious But yeah, sometimes you like to see the turkey, and like, you like to be able to cut it. Although, I've never cut a turkey, and I've never cut a turkey. I don't think I'd be, I don't, although the one time I tried to cut a turkey. Wow. Turkey? I tried to cut a turkey. Yeah. Remember when we did faux Thanksgiving at our place? Yeah. And Maddie brought over two turkeys. Yeah. And then someone thought it was a good idea that four hours into all of us drinking, then we cut the turkey. Yeah. And so you guys gave me a knife and fork when I was already probably pretty wasted. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Someone else better cut this turkey. So. 
That's when I tried to make gravy on the stove and I was like wasted. Yeah. And it just became like ultimate gravy. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, it was a really good Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I think we have maybe one or two more questions then we can wrap up this podcast Mm -hmm. if you want. um, What's my notification? Let's see. What is it? I don't know. It's not our, it's not our... Halloween party. No. Still, you want to tell them about Halloween? Yeah. So, keeping with tradition, five years running, we are throwing a Halloween pre-party slash party. And this is the first year, I guess, in five years, where Halloween actually falls on the Friday. So, usually, we have to do it, like, the week before or whatnot. And if you guys haven't listened to previous podcasts where we describe Halloween, We usually do like a big Halloween party here with like 30, 25 to 35 of our closest friends. Um, We decorate the apartment, we pre-drink, and then we usually split into two parties and go to like the comic book um, store where they do like a dress-up costume party or a bunch of us go to supermarket and dance our asses off. Um, so it's always been super fun, and that is notoriously the night that John gets the most wasted. Yes. However, oh, everyone, they're not just me. Nah. It's not like everyone's just like sober. They're saying no, around. but you get notoriously the most wasted. Well, actually, I take my top off. Yeah. One time. John is like the one year he went as Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. He's like Val, Ferris, whatever you do, don't let me take off my onesie. And I was like, okay. First of all, I said, if I take off my straps to my onesie, that's when you send me home. And what did you guys do? You sent me up on stage. No. You did not send me no, home. No, no, no. I could actually have, like, photographic proof and do it as a flip show where you actively make your way onto the stage by yourself while the rest of us are sitting in the pit dancing. Like, this is all on your own accord. We yeah. turn around. And do I not see, like, John, like, as if he's a, as a stripper of some sort, like, flailing around in his, like, wig and onesie on stage with his, like, Care Bear tattoos. And then uh, to the other side, I see Ferris making out with a DJ. And I was like, what the hell is going on in here? But then it's always great fun because then we always end up getting to dance on stage, which for me is a mark of a great party, like New Year's, where we always get to be on stage. For sure. So I'm okay with you wanting to pursue your life as a common day stripper on costume day. Well, if I make good tips, why not? Did you even make any? I made none. Okay. So, my favorite, though, is there was one chick who's like, are his tattoos real? Yeah. Like, yes. He like, does yeah. have a recycling tattoo. They're fucking peeling off of me right <laughs> yeah. now with all my sweat dripping down my body. <laughs> yeah. But yes, they are real. <laughs> but either way, so Halloween is on the Friday. And then, so it's really, really great. But we had Chris and Miranda over the week prior. And Chris was very adamant that, and it sucks because Chris is like, a huge part of the um, Halloween or any party happiness, but his wedding with Becca is actually the next day, um, which is great because it's like super exciting for that because we've been waiting um, like almost a year for that to happen. But um, their wedding is the next day, and the ceremony is actually in Toronto at the same church Jenny and Anthony got married at. But he's like Val, no matter what you guys do, he's like you cannot invite anyone from the wedding party to the Halloween party, which to me is like, oh no, right? Because it's like, from it's Alistair's birthday. Chris is so much fun, right? Arthur and Denise always like dress up and bring their A game. So it's kind of like, oh no, that's like eight people right there, yeah. right? That's like really horrible math. That's like six, six people right there. 
who can't come. But then also, like, Jenny and Tony are in the city. So it's like, oh, no, right? Yeah. Like, I would really would want them to be here. Um, but it sucks. But we said, no matter what, don't worry. We will not get so shitbag wasted that we will miss the wedding. Yeah. So I'm looking at you, kid. No, just give me lots of Gravel, Advil, and, and Gatorade. And yeah. As as, yeah, I'll be fine. I might be, like, weekend at Bernie's <laughs> where you put sunglasses on my face. I should just bring that thing. My giant head cut out? Yeah, just yeah. hold it up beside me. Exactly. And then put, like, Miranda on the other side. You're allowed to wear sunglasses in church, though, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure they frown upon it. How about those glasses with the fake eyes? I might as well bring the cutout head. Do it, yeah. <laughs> so. Go hire some random white guy and just paste that on his body. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for their wedding. Miranda right. and I were talking about it today and just like, we'll probably get more emotional for this. And it's just like, to me, Chris will always be like the kid in grade five with a goatee that you admire yeah. kind of thing. And like, he did a wicked impression of Paralee. But like, What's you never had Paralee? No. In French class, the red puppet with the triangle head? The uh, cone head? I knew about Bonhomme de Neige. That was a snowman. Uh, I don't think I know Pombalise. <laughs> Tom Rice. Anyways, so either way, I'm looking forward to it. That weekend is going to be bananas. It's going to be crazy that weekend. Yeah. Did your parents just say they're coming down that weekend? Yes, they are. And they are not, <laughs> They are not. I repeat, not invited to live at 605 house party, Halloween Why? party. Because I do not want my dad doing jello shots. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't mind that. I don't want my mom doing jello oh, shots. Your mom's so funny when she drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it should be a crazy weekend. We'll have lots of stories. There might be a party podcast during that party. Nick has demanded a party podcast. Okay, so. Well, those are better because we don't get noise complaints for doing no. podcasts. I said we would move the drums. Because the last year when we did the party podcast was on Halloween as well. So yeah. I'll have to think about what I want to talk about with everyone. We'll just do more parties. Yeah, I was about to say, it's just like party questions. Yeah. But we can move the drums if that's the concern. Well, we can unplug the drums and drums will not I think be. I think you just need to move them. Yeah, I yeah. just don't think we should be using them at all that night. No, that's what I mean. Let's just move them so it's not even a consideration. Oh, yeah. No, I know we're, there's like 10 plugs. If I unplug all 10 of them, people will be too drunk to figure out where to plug them in yeah. and stuff. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I think we should... Okay, father. <laughs> Listen, you. Such such an old man when it comes to parties. I I got that old man mentality. Like, when we get old and gray, I'll definitely be the old guy yelling at the kids, like, get off my lawn. Or, or young and blonde. Yeah, but if I get old and gray hair. Yeah, but you're young and blonde and you would still be like, get off Well, I don't want lawn. any fucking kids on my lawn. <laughs> They're probably trying to come tickle my tits again. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Don't tickle my tits. Don't stand on my line. Get the fuck off my property before I fuck you up. You know what I discovered I like doing right now? What? I never swear. Like, the thing is, despite what you I just said. You don't. I'm in very control of my... <coughs> I'm very controlled. I control my swear. I'm in control One of my... One more time? I know when I'm swearing. I would hope so. No, you know, some people are just like, fuck this, fuck that. But I just Like go, me? Yeah. <laughs> I discovered I really like just swearing for the sake of swearing. Like, not if I'm not around, shocking. Not even shocking, just for funny. Like, I will, I don't swear in front of parents, like your parents, my parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe if my dad was there, yeah. But yesterday, not one curse word came out of my mouth when we were at your parents' house. Yeah, I think five came out of my mouth right yeah. at the end. However, when we were driving around, I just like swearing. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to do lately, so that's why I just said it there. Like, fuck off, people. Uh, we have one last question <laughs> I want to say, and then we can that's end this thing. Silliest thing. thing. 
So this last question comes from Lisa in Washington, Ooh. and Lisa asks, "Is she what? What up?" She says, "You talk about your favorite movies, TV shows, and music, but do you guys have a favorite commercial?" Yes. Yeah. Um. Which, which commercial always brings a tear to my eye? Well, there's a couple. There's. Are you talking about the There's No Place yes. Like Home? Yeah. What commercials that for those people? Um. Okay. So there's. There's clearly more things that bring it. I cry for everything now. But um, there is a series of image spots for Ontario, and it's made by the government. And the song is called "There's No Place Like This," and it has like different Canadian celebrities or musicians singing the song, and they go across like Ontario landmarks. And every morning when I watch breakfast television. While John was in New York, <laughs> weirdly, this Ontario commercial would play. And so I would signify John leaving me with this Ontario commercial. Yeah. And it brought me to tears. So that one. But I equally loved that song for whatever reason, even prior to this mm. monumental event for you. Yeah. I know. Then you start telling me about this. And I would hear the song. Then I would start crying. Because I was associated <laughs> with me being away, too. And <laughs> you would always leave for work before I would leave yeah. for the airport to go to New York. And every time you would leave, that song would come on. Like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> but, Do you have another one? Yeah, I have a favorite. This is my all-time favorite commercial. If I can find it, I'll Sit post with it. Ferris? No. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. That one. That one is more of an infomercial. That still counts. It's a commercial. Yeah, that one's the best. There was a commercial that aired in <laughs> B in, in Vancouver. It's basically for like one of those sta- like old people stair uh, chairlifts. Chairlifts. And bas- Which I can't believe we did not reenact at my grandmother's house. Ah, oh, fuck. We should have vined that. Yeah. And basically, there's like this old fat ugly old man who definitely was a pedophile <laughs> and he would go up the uh he would want to go up the stairs uh and he wouldn't be able to do it before and then finally he gets a chairlift and his little granddaughter's at the top of the stairs and she'd always be like come on grandpa come and play and then he'd just be, say this coming <laughs> and so me and ferris would always recreate that but i'm like these guys but wouldn't you... Oh, no, that was for the OC yeah. where you would be Summer and she would be Seth. Yeah, we'd switch it up. So I just picture Skype being like, coming, <laughs> coming upstairs to fucking eat your asshole. <laughs> I don't know. So that commercial, but my all-time favorite commercials from like the 90s. And if I can find it, I'll post on on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But it was for like a uh, uh, company, like a calling card like calling long distance yeah it's about this guy who was a baseball player who got cut from his team and had to go play for baseball in japan yeah and he isn't this a movie isn't yeah. this the movie with tom Selleck? yeah it's a tom Selleck movie but this is a completely different commercial well now they ripped off the movie I think. <laughs> right. but basically this is isn't where- this mr baseball yeah well i don't know which one came out first but can i tell my commercial yes so the guy's in Japan. He doesn't understand what everyone, anyone's saying. It's pouring rain. He's sitting there miserable. Mm-hmm. He's all sad. And he gets on the phone and calls his brother back in, like, New York. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I think I made the wrong decision. I don't know what to do with my life. I just, I'm so sad. I miss everyone. He's like, what should I do? And his, you know what his brother says? No. He says, just have fun. And you know what happens? He just has fun. Uh, he does because the Dire Straits Walk of Life comes on. Ooh. And all of a sudden, he starts playing baseball in the rain by himself. He's pretending to hit baseballs. He's stealing the base. Everyone's going crazy. His coach is like having so much fun. And then he slides to home place, home base, and then he's just like, I had fun. And then it's like, calling cards, call long distance, or something like that. <laughs> so I'll see if I can find that commercial. Jesus. Or that movie. Mr. Big. Yes. Mr. Big Town. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Big Goes to Japan. Mr. 
something like that. But I think this is a good place to end this week's Live at 605 podcast, unless you got anything else you want to say. No. No? You uh, ready to go do some food and watch some hockey? Yeah. Very excited to have the Senators back. Yes, I am. Uh, we had a big win Saturday night. Yeah. And we're about to face your Florida Panthers. Having hockey back only makes me realize how like non-confrontational baseball is. That's two completely different sports. The pacing of baseball is like, here's the facts. If I can take a really good hour to two hour nap during Saturday afternoon baseball games, I am sitting on the edge of my seat for hockey. Well, there's no argument there. It's two different, differently paced games. I like baseball. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, like, legit, I am so stressed out for hockey. Oh, you have to tell your funny thing about Kyle Turris. What's the Kyle Turris thing? When you're, like, he's on pace. Oh. Yeah, the first game we watch, any the first game of any sports, whether it's baseball or, or hockey, mm-hmm. it's I always like to do this. So the first game, Kyle Turris scored a goal. And there's 82 games in a season, so I say Kyle Turris is now on pace to score 82 goals this season. <laughs> and I'm like, if he gets another point, he'll be on pace for 100, 162 points. If he gets a hat trick, he'll be on pace for 400 goals to break Wayne Gretzky's record of most points in a season. So. I love it. Yo, do you think there's like an old lady at uh, the Sims Arena? No, but there's this fucking ginger kid. Oh, Remember, there's yeah. if you guys watch Senators so Hockey, weak. they did it on the Sportsnet feed, so watch the Sportsnet when they play home games, whenever they scored, there was this little fucking kid they would always cut to who had, like, great seats. You could tell, like, his parents had a lot of money. And they, yeah. He's at every game be like, yeah, fucking send rule. Yeah. But um, now he's this, like, old and awkward kid. Yeah, he's got, like, a little orange mustache. Yeah. And it's just like, get the fuck weird. out of here. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, like, he's not he's not on par with the old lady at the baseball game. What do you think the old lady does during the offseason? Did she go to cent- or Leafs games? Maybe she's a basketball fan. Gross. I don't know. So maybe she's sitting courtside with uh, Drake watching the Raptors. Yeah, she's like, we the North. We the North. <laughs> I like that. So, but yeah, I always wonder about her. I always get anxious now because she's looking a little older. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's this old woman who sits behind home plate um, in like the TD seats at the Sky Dome during the Jays game. And she is there like all, every single 162 game of the year and she eats a bag of popcorn and then she sasses everyone around her mm-hmm. but we always wonder like especially now because she's been there for at least four years like i always get anxious when the new season starts like what happens if she's not there one year yeah what if she's like dead, dead or something right what if she listens to this podcast that'd be cool can you tell us your name and what you do to get those tickets yeah, how do you have those great seats i'm like that's crazy all we have are like urban legend stories beside her i always think she's like related to rush because rush sits right beside her? Yeah, I always think she's like Ted Rogers' wife or daughter or sister Maybe. or something like that. She looks like she could be Santa Claus's wife. Like Mrs. Mrs. Claus? Claus? Yeah. She looks like Mrs. Claus. Yeah. She could just be giving you gingerbread houses all day. That's true. Hey, stranger things have happened. Yes. So Maybe that's why she takes the off season. She goes back up to the Ooh, North Pole. I like that. We the North. We the North Pole. <laughs> right. so. well, we make- oh, I get to put up my Christmas tree. Yeah, not yeah. It's only been down for eight weeks. Shut up! No, We're coming back up for fifty-two weeks. Haven't you ever wonder why we don't have a dining room Christmas tree? Because we live in an apartment and we already have two Christmas trees in our apartment. We only need a bedroom Christmas tree and a dining room Christmas tree. I've heard of like crazy cat ladies, but I've never heard of, like crazy tree ladies. No, you just don't like being happy. That's true, because I only allowed you to have a Christmas tree up from November first to April fifteenth. 
Uh, P.S. Allowed me go fuck yourself, right? Secondly, Listen. everyone who came in to the apartment was like, "Oh, this is so nice." And e- everyone up until March was like, "Oh, this is a nice calming tree." After after February fifth, people were just like, "Why the fuck do you have a Christmas tree up here?" Uh, did I ever tell you that I was like, "Yo, I will help put this tree up because it's the happiest thing on earth," but I will not help you take this tree down. Secretly, I don't think you like Christmas or trees. You just don't like taking trees down, so you pretend to like Christmas trees to be like yeah I'm gonna pretend like I love Christmas trees so that I don't have to take this tree down because I'm like I'm too sad so then I have to take the tree uh, down didn't I tell you to keep Charlie up all year and then you fucking took Charlie down I'm looking right where Charlie sits is Charlie even there hey you Charlie's right over there you can feel he's a Christmas you, tree by the way he's you not like, said you would pull Charlie out of the box yes and you did it oops I was too busy Dealing with the other Christmas tree up until April 15th. Either way, I'm buying a dining room Christmas tree. Well, I... the perfect place for it. It will look fantastic in your parents' Ah. dining room table. No, they already have a dining room Christmas tree. Then they'll have a matching twin. My parents have five Christmas trees. They also live in a way bigger house. We live in a small, tiny apartment. You can't be sizest. Well, when it comes to trees hitting me in the face while I sleep and and Why would it hit you in the face? It would be beside our dresser. If we had it in the bedroom, we could put on those Christmas lights while we go to sleep. I don't want to sleep with... Because then that's when, like, creepy people walk into our place and I see them in the shadows of the Christmas lights. No, but then we just put on a timer. No, no, no. We got got two Christmas trees. That's more than enough. We keep them up for ten months out of the year. Like, we're good to go. So the band of the week this week of Live at 605. Who is it? It's actually a band I've done before, but I'm doing them again because their new song just came out that's Hearts. fantastic. Well, it could be Hearts. I was going to make it Escort. Oh. Would you rather it be Heart? Yeah. So tell people what you think of Hearts so I can look up the song name I again. I love Hearts. So John introduced me to Hearts uh, last year, I believe, and they had a song called Wings. Right, yeah. uh, and it was absolutely beautiful. They kind of sound like a cool Heim kind of style, um, but the really great girl. They might be an all-girl band. I actually have zero idea. Both. It's uh, guy and girl apparently, but they sound great. And their new album is getting released soon. But John actually has um, one of their first singles, which we actually listened to um, when we were just prepping for the podcast, and it was fantastic, and I actually thought it had an element of the sounds in it, to be honest, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about this album coming out, if you get a chance to see them live, I think it's worth it, they have really stellar, um, tracks. So, yeah, their album's produced mainly by St. Lucia, and the song that we're gonna play is actually, so the song's called Hearts, it's by the band Hearts, and their album's called Hearts. But it's not Hearts. <laughs> can't heart- get confused. Yeah, it's not H-E-A-R-T-S. It's Hearts as in H-A-E-R-T-S. Yes, the so, hipster spelling. Yeah, so it's pre- like churches. Yeah. Churches. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not called Hearts. Or, I'm pretty sure they're Hearts. Yeah, I they're, think it's, it's hearts. hearts. But yeah, the the song, I just pre-ordered it on iTunes, so if you pre-order it now, you can get like five of the new songs. Yeah. And it's really good, so I think you guys are going to like it. Uh, song of the week by the band of the week is Hearts mm-hmm. by Hearts mm-hmm. off their upcoming album Hearts. So give it a listen. Triple Hearts. Hearts. Uh, as always, the way you get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live at 605. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You're at ValGomez23. I'm Malenkamp. Yeah. Email us live at 605 at gmail.com. And uh, hit up the Podomatic, live at 605.podomatic.com mm-hmm. and hit the PayPal account to be like our friend Kenny in Boston and support the podcast. 
So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. Be
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.